Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed Anniversary Blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe, joined here today by Robbie. Hey, what's up? Gabriel. Hello. Andy Cam over there. Hey, guys. Uh, we got Paul, Dan here. Uh, a couple quick things before we hop into some news uh, from the week. We got some fun gaming stuff to talk about, and well, some not so fun, maybe gaming. not so fun. We've got stuff. gaming yeah. stuff. We have gaming things to Game talk about. Game unbox today, yeah, and uh, and some uh, some Pixel tablet, some Pixel watch. Next week, we got to figure out how we're going to do our podcast next week. <laughs> Next week, we're going to be uh, in just, New York. may just be taking a week off. Yeah. Or recording yeah, on or our phones or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when will you be back? Uh, I won't be back until probably Sunday. I would love to do just maybe a, like we take the blue microphone or something, or just honestly do it on our phones and just do a like raw reaction to the event. 
Yeah. And we can do, I'll do the, I'll, when we come back, I'll do the intro and everything here. And yep. then we can just kind of have, all right, hey, look, this is raw. We were at the event. We just wanted to capture our, our reactions to everything sure. and just do that. Yeah, because we'll be back in time for lunch on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be, back, in, I'll be back in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Robbie's, Robbie's going from vacation in Florida to New York. Yeah. Back to vacation for a day to drive home. <laughs> yeah. Can't leave my wife. Well, I guess technically we could have. <laughs> to drive home by herself. Yeah. That wasn't. That wasn't. Uh, but yeah, we're, we might stop on the way home from Florida to... I don't know. We're, we've talked about if, if we feel up for it, maybe stopping and taking the kids to the aquarium downtown oh, yeah. uh, Atlanta, which is yes. pretty awesome. You have to go to that restaurant that we went to. It's so amazing. Oh, that, oh, <laughs> my so kids would be like, oh, do you have chicken fingers? Hey, <laughs> she likes the dragon roll, right? They have she really, does. Yeah, yeah really do good. They have chicken? I they, want some chicken They have chicken on a stick. Does that and work? mac and cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With the chicken strips. Nope. They, chicken did, they didn't have any strips. of that. No mac and cheese, no hot dogs, <laughs> no. no hat dags, no nothing. No yeah. dags. Yeah, my daughter can. No we'll, dags we'll, for she'll Drew. Get it, she'll get into some of the, uh, the uh, Asian cuisine, but um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my son. Hey, go to On the Border. We went there the first night we were there. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It yeah. was it was right next door to the hotel we stayed at. It was delicious. Was it downtown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Well, there you go. There you have you have your plans. No, set. no, I'm sorry. It was north. But I particularly would you rather just drive home. Yeah, well, it's we'll a long see. drive, but it's gonna be. Uh, I'll, I'll be ready to be home. It's gonna be an eventful, <laughs> eventful uh, trip for you. Uh, yeah, but uh, we're gonna we're excited to be in person uh, with Google for the first time in a, in a while and reporting uh, on everything that gets announced next week. So um, particularly excited about the watch. The phones obviously are going to be dope. Yeah. And yep. so stay tuned for that. We will figure out what we're going to do and probably just post on Twitter uh, if, if something yep. changes and we're not going to podcast or if we don't have time to podcast or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think if we do it, we're just yeah. going to have to be simple. It's not yeah. going to sound like this. No. Yeah. It, so. it I mean, our, our first podcast was, what did we use at, at Mountain View? We, lapel mics. Oh, we did, did we use lapel mics? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which we yeah. could maybe do for this one. That would sound yeah. a little better than just recording on a phone. Into phones. Did, we did them into phones, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we each recorded into yep. phones. Yeah. Yep. That was crazy. Um, yeah. That, the, the podcast was really started. That was one at of our, Google. At Google. that was our yeah. first like one, our big one back. Like we had done a couple random episodes here and there and then. No, I think that was our first That one. was the first, first one. We Dang. did that and a few more after it and then we took a break and then we yeah. Yeah. Like when started we, in earnest. When we, uh, when we decided to go full time with this, that's when we, we yep. really got back into it. Because we like doing been, this. We yeah. Like, oh yeah. Podcasting like is so much fun. It's fun. Um, so yeah, we'll <laughs> figure it out. We'll let you all know on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, maybe it'll just be like kind of a raw <laughs> episode and. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it, it might get posted on Saturday instead of Friday, uh, but I don't think anybody really cares. Yeah, I mean, I think it. it, it we all have pixels. We could use the yeah. Pixel Recorder yep. app and Boom. each have our phone right in front of us. And yep. That way we have some redundancy, but also when you're pretty close to these phones, like we figured out with a short video the other day that the mics on these Pixel 6s are... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, fantastic. I mean, it's sound... And granted, like, we're in a room that has a little bit of treatment in here but you were and you were kind of close to the phone which That's is what nice I'm saying. like if we all set but our things man, up the podcast and we're sitting around a table or something and have our phone right right in front of us, us yep and then we have all all like, those tracks it sounded like a, a, a it sounded like you were mic'd yeah like, I mean, it, it sounded really can nice you record to the pixel recording app with bluetooth stuff yeah headphones yeah yeah but bluetooth headphones are pretty bad uh, yeah. The sound like the the they're compared all meant, to, they're meant to make phone calls, mm-hmm. so like compared to the mic on here, it would yeah. sound it would sound way better to be on yeah. just the phone itself. Gotcha. Yeah, 
but it's gonna, uh, I mean, you're gonna pick up room noise and stuff yeah, like that. But totally, it is what it is. Totally, is what it is. Okay, uh, two kind of quick housekeeping things before we do hop into some of the news. Uh, first thing, we have revamped our Patreon. So uh, we had started Patreon um, two years ago, about two years ago. This time, two years ago, was it? When did we first launch it? September. I think it was September of twenty. Uh, I don't know. It was in my notes on the, over there. That sounds yeah. right. I yeah. think so. So we had we had done the format that we had for a couple of years. Like we we had uh, um, had multiple tiers. We had our, our top tier of Canary Crew folks that were uh, supporting us, and some of those folks had joined at the very beginning and had supported us this whole time. So um, huge shout out to those folks. Yeah. I mean the Canary yeah, Crew sure. and and everybody um, for supporting us. But you know as it's evolved, we just we wanted to. Um, we wanted to make sure that what we were doing was sustainable long term, and make sure that we were like able to, to you know, uh, per, like do what we say we're going to do, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that's and, what it really comes down to. And it's tough when when you're trying to focus on because at the end of the day, the number one thing that we want to do is write really great articles and make really good YouTube videos for everybody right, that are free yeah. for anybody to go watch and read. You know. Yeah. And so then we got into this weird situation where it's like, well, we're doing this other stuff that is going exclusive content then right but wh- why should like yeah. why didn't we just put that out to everyone maybe and right. so it was this kind of weird thing uh with that but then also just time and and effort and you know we we would rather focus more of our energy on the kind of the core content and you know still do some fun stuff through patreon through discord yeah. mainly yeah. and still share some little random stuff that we wouldn't maybe put on social but right but leaning a little bit more into, you know, vertical video and doing more of that for everybody that's, you know, for uh, anybody that follows us, not just paid folks. So uh, that's kind of the idea. And we've, we just kind of wanted to pare it down too. like, let's, let's simplify this and, and uh, you know, again, something that can be sustainable right. for, for yeah. a longer period. And, and of time. that's the thing we, we've talked about this. We're, we're kind of unique in the fact that we are, you know, we focus heavily on our website, but also on YouTube. Mo- most places are either one or the other, or they have a YouTube channel, but it's not like the focus. We, yeah. We're kind of leaning into both. And, uh, we want to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we want to make sure we're creating something that's, uh, with the Patreon community that is beneficial to them. Yeah without as joe said it has to be sustainable we can't exhaust ourselves doing that and then neglect main channel the main, or whatever. The main yeah. entities of of what we do here so uh i think i really think we have an awesome community they're really they're really engaged and they love they love, they're all very intrigued about what direction this is going to take and i think that's going to help us to kind of streamline what type of things we're doing for that community so i yeah. think at the end of the day in the long in the long haul this is going to create more benefit and more yeah. value for the tiers as they are now. Yeah. So, so basically, what we did is we essentially um, uh, we unpublished our top two tiers, our ten dollar and our twenty five dollar tier, and uh, then we took Discord benefits and added that to the five dollar tier. So now all we have is ad free access to the website for two dollars a month. That's your most basic membership you can have. That's all you get with that is just ad free access to the website. And then we have a $5 tier that adds discord Yep. and, and we're going to still continue to try to, you know, share videos early and, and right. post yeah, other yeah. little rant, you know, random behind the scenes stuff whenever it's, you know, something that just pops up, um, on discord. 
And by doing that, we now introduced, you know, several new people to the community that didn't have that benefit before that were the $5. And we're really hoping that, that by doing that, having more people in there, having more engagement, us being more involved in, in discord and really focusing on sharing and and commenting. And there's some new stuff in there with forums that we're going to hopefully roll out where we can have threaded stuff and, there's just some cool stuff we can do yeah. with that community and really focus on kind of nurturing and growing that community rather than being a little bit spread out. You know, right. and, and I think that's kind of the key is that, you know, we're focused now on building community because we've always had a community in the Patreon and the discord, but it's, it, it was disconnected yeah. because, uh, you know, content here, not content there. And there was so many channels that it's hard for us to stay engaged and all that. But, our our core group of people we're all engaged and it's there's so much more going on in the discord community for the patrons that's not chrome os related yeah. i mean I, we share recipes we have you know one of the guys who got bumped up into the discord the other day was like i can't believe there's not a coffee channel i'm like yeah exactly. you're right yeah. we should have a coffee <laughs> channel yeah. and that's cool because discord has become this place of community well right, and just for the Patreon, and just real-time know. communication yeah. rather than like with with posting on patreon even which yeah. honestly <clears throat> hey patreon is great they've done some incredible stuff they've allowed so many creators to be you know more diversified with their revenue streams sure. and allowed them to do really cool stuff like don't get me wrong patreon is is cool but some of the posting stuff wasn't great um the integration with vimeo wasn't great right. yeah. um there was just some weird stuff here and there that uh that we didn't love and it's almost this like, hey, I'm creating this post and then there's maybe comments there and it's in, you know, this kind of feed rather than Discord. It's just this ongoing kind of real time yeah, right. communication with people. Yeah, and there's always and, support in there. There are always we always have people in our Discord community who are saying, Hey, I've got this problem with this or I'm trying to figure right. out that and if we're not there, there's oh, yeah, there's, there's a hundred or two hundred other people there that our Linux channel, some man. Of those the Linux guys, stuff yeah, those guys exactly, are in there yeah. doing stuff that's flying over my head and I'm like Yeah. Uh well David David is uh, uh-huh. just killing it with like Linux stuff and I'm just yeah. like Dude, this is awesome. It's it's <laughs> this like yeah, it's just it's a it's a private community, so we kind of um, you know uh, have a little bit more control over it than something maybe like a Reddit, you know, right. where it's just anybody and everybody. Um, but it, th- these are these are people that are true Chromebook enthusiasts, right? right? Yeah. You know, that are in here and and like Gabe said, some of the workspace stuff, like people that are different admins and different stuff that that know things that we just don't even know right. that are in and there that, commenting and, yeah, you know, and responding think, to people i think that's what the takeaway here is uh you know when we made these changes obviously there were people that were concerned with like what are you doing what direction is it going when we first started out with patreon we had an idea of what we wanted to do but we're not we're not a merch focused brand we're not a support focused brand we can't offer an ongoing thing yeah. to people you know one of the guys i follow and i actually subscribed to his patreon not too long ago is a mad scientist barbecue up in louisville and his patreon is very robust he yeah. has like eight tiers or whatever but his top tier you literally can call him and he will voice chat you and walk you through whatever like you're his on, recipe, whatever recipe for yeah. or he'll show you know you're having problems with your smoker and he has he has ongoing things every month and as much as we would love to offer that one it is time 
intensive. Yeah. Two, not really sure what we could offer from yeah, that aspect. We're not, we're not here cooking new recipes or right. making gourmet cakes on yeah. every day here at the office. Somebody well, might, might need help, be, like that's not related. Buying to a Chromebook, but we have a lot of right. content and, out there yeah, about we that. Content <laughs> about that, and again. We have the Discord community where people can say, hey, I have that Chromebook. Here's what I love right. about it. Here's why I don't. Exactly. Because yeah. as much as we try to review every device that comes out, we don't drive all of them on a regular basis. No. So I can't tell you, eh, I've had this one for two months. Here's what I don't like about it. You, you yeah. know, we just, we review them. We have them for a week and then we tell you the ins it's and outs. The, it's so. the, the power of the collective, yeah, you know, absolutely. rather than just getting our opinion on stuff. The hive mind, as they would yeah, call it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we're really excited about this shift and, and excited to kind of re-engage w- with Discord and uh, the the thread stuff or the forums stuff is really interesting to yeah, me. That I, way you the can, other day, I didn't see it in there. I'm excited yeah. to get it set up. But so, I like, didn't. it would follow kind of a similar format as Reddit where you could have questions and then nested answers whereas right now it's just all odd, odd, it's you know, feed, just right? one going feed, conversation yeah. so it's sometimes it's hard if somebody asks a question yeah you might reply to them but then like how do you track that and so then maybe someone asks another question well then that one's yeah. like lost so yeah. and also being able to just have that that especially just from a support standpoint hey how do i do this on my chromebook yeah. it's now a thing that's searchable you can right. find it yeah. and then i need to the i need to read up on it but i'm hoping that discord is really going to lean into this and do kind of a reddit style thing because if you can do where you can pin questions and you can or upvote, and you can like if you can like stuff like uh, mark this best answer stuff yeah. like that that yeah. will make star it, it or something i yeah. mean i never get on reddit anyway unless i see like a, a something in my feed that's chrome west related but like yeah. this would be a welcome replacement well, for reddit where you can still kind of keep out all the well garbage. yeah and like yeah. and just being able to like letting the community community decide what's most important yeah. or like well, you know if there's upvotes or you know i mean obviously we can kind of track this just based on like number of comments and stuff in there but uh, being able to upvote or you know star this or whatever could be kind of cool. Yeah, but so there's at, some, and, yeah. and and Discord's also um, beefing up their auto mods, oh, which yeah. we we have a couple of bots running on our channels, which are helpful and they're fun. You can do fun stuff with them. But being able to have auto mod bots and yeah. stuff that can not just kind of you know police the forum, but also answer you know answer questions automatically and things like that. That'll be a, yeah. a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I'm excited about it. Uh, if you want to check it out. Uh, just uh, click the link yeah. in the show notes. One million strong. That's what we're going for. That's right. <laughs> that's <the story. laughs> Let's do it. Just totally made that up. Uh, that would be amazing. Doing. That would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, $5 get Discord or $2 just ad free. And, and I will say, you know, like the the entirety mm-hmm. of our time doing all the Patreon stuff, I, I think at any point in this journey, we've all looked at each other and realized like the best part of all this has been getting to know some people and Discord. Right. Like that's been the... There's been and all the, the other stuff we've done, but like this is the core part of it. And so, yep, exactly. you know, if there's any part of you that thinks like, oh, they're removing all these extra things, like we're keeping the thing that after kind of shaking through it and sifting it a little bit, yep. like this is the thing that actually matters exactly. at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, so. the, yep. we've met, I mean, we've had people come by our office <laughs> yeah. that were patrons, you yeah. know, yeah. the Which thought, so cool. the thought that we have connected and it's the same thing when, when we, for when Robbie and I first started writing six years ago and we started making these connections, like, oh man, you know. I'm having conversations with a guy in, you know, Australia or this. Yeah. It's, it's mind blowing, but yeah. that's what's so awesome that it's all about that community. It's yeah. so cool. I mean, I can't, you know, we go to Florida quite a bit and I'm like, I can't wait to just like go on vacation and be like, Hey man, I'm coming through. You know, it's, uh, it's cool. And it's, uh, yeah, it's something that I think, 
will allow us to, we, we keep referring to community. Like that's the real, that's the real thing about yep. all of this. That's been fun. And that's the thing we want to focus on and we can do that best through discord. So go check it out. It's super fun. And we hope to uh, see you in there. Uh, okay. Let's uh, one of the quick thing uh, we're doing a giveaway. Go get entered to win right now. If you haven't, you're dumb and you're not our friend. If you, I mean, that's just the fact. It's just true. So just, just, just true. If you want us to like you, go get entered to win. That's yeah. it's, uh, man. That's it. We want to give Can you. you we want to give you a, a free disclaimer at the bottom of that segment. Please. <laughs> just kidding. Just Joe kidding. Doesn't think like no, real, Joe really does think this, but <laughs> Joe's views do not reflect views of Chrome Unbox, Chrome Box, Unboxed Media, or any of it. Yeah, so Joe uh, also is dumb. Yeah, <laughs> Joe is also our HR are department. You, so are you entered to win? <laughs> no, thus you're I dumb. can't enter to win. Equal, you're stupid. Then I'm dumb. Hey, the equation works out. The math, the math checks out. You're dumb and you can't fix it. We're trying to hit. We're trying to hit 6,000 subs on this YouTube channel, the Chromecast Podcast. And all you have to do Where are we is... At? Where are we at? That's uh, it's, we had like a nice little bump last week, and uh, we were we were getting a few more throughout the week Did here. you see the redesign of YouTube yes, Studio? Yes, it's really nice. I like the look of it. I don't like It's hard finding some things What's, now. Uh, like they don't have the thing there where it says, like, the views, your normal yeah. range... Yeah, it's not there. You anymore. have to click into the video now. Yeah, you have to click into the actual video. Anyway, see yeah, uh, but forty-seven hundred. Forty-seven. Okay, we're with it. We're on the home stretch. Oh wow! I literally <laughs> opened this last night. Some, and it was not like that. Somebody yeah. said. Somebody said. Oh, sorry, you can't get ten thousand. <laughs> and that and is I was awesome. Like, Ouch! I just hope they subscribe because we want them here. Yeah, we want that. We want that kind of. We vibe. will. We will hit ten thousand eventually. Because we just the, have yeah. a lot of stuff to give if away. If there's anything you you will ever learn about Chrome Unbox as a collective, we are we are very stubborn and fickle. And if you say we can't, yeah. we are probably uh-huh. going uh-huh. to. Uh huh. Yeah. You yep. wait. You watch. watch. So go get an air to win. Uh, you have to. We the goal is to get you to subscribe to this channel. But if you go through the actual giveaway you know link through glean you get you get all these other entries and that's how we can contact you it's not as simple as just going and subscribing because then we wouldn't have any way to contact you because youtube doesn't give us any of your information to if reach you want to do that then that's cool too yeah i mean just go go subscribe we just that's, gotta get that's there. fine too that's we fine just gotta too. get over the hump yeah yeah we're getting there we're getting there so uh yeah check that out link okay. in the show notes link in descriptions Bio, it's linked everywhere just, lincoln just it's it's linked places lincoln park lincoln. it's on the top of the website i mean i don't know what else you want just go find oh, the yeah, giveaway. It is on the top of the uh website. let's talk about some gaming stuff Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. You want to start with Lenovo? Uh, order to switch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, well, nice. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, because of, yeah. Anyway, so I saw two, uh, and I threw it in the, the kind of notes that we'll talk about, but uh, Razer is getting ready to announce one, too. Their, Razer their handheld. Qualcomm. Oh, handheld? Yeah, uh, Razer Qualcomm. Oh, I saw and, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dang it, who else is 
somebody else is partnering with them. Uh, same same idea here. So just Logitech. Uh, Logitech is the yeah. Uh, so that yeah, theirs is already Logitech's is announced, and yeah. I don't know if you can buy it yet. Um, Michael has a, a post up uh, about it already, but I don't think you could buy it. Yet. Yeah, he said it was a, a little overpriced, but yeah, same price. idea here. Uh, basically, an Android handheld that has controllers already mounted on it, play Android games, but it's also really geared towards cloud gaming. Yeah. So your your major cloud gaming services uh, will be represented and good to go to use on this thing. Uh, and to me, it, this represents uh, a bit of an arrival for cloud gaming. Um, yeah. And this this acceptance almost and I'm, I'm really hoping this doesn't end up at like a 3d television moment for for handheld cloud gaming stuff so like where the market has decided this is where it's going to go and the people are like still no don't want it because yeah, that's buy it. the most painful thing in the world when that happens yeah i mean 3d televisions were just terrible and and nobody wanted them and it's like the market had said this is what we're going to make. And the, the OEMs decided they were all going to build those TVs and literally no one bought them. So they, there's what, like probably two at Best Buy if you want right now. If, if that, I don't even know if they have any 3D televisions anymore. anymore. And it was a huge thing. Like everything was 3D for a little while. And it's like, Nah, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to go. Everybody pass out the glasses so, uh, every time. Yeah. We put everybody on, put so on question, the glasses. How are these? How are these going? To, like, like we're going on vacation. My kids have their handhelds. So do they have data cards? What? I don't think so. So you'd have to get on Wi-Fi get somewhere. So yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, where the they have Android games on too. So because yeah. I love the idea, and if they have Android games, then then that's great. But I love the idea. Like, my, you know, my son loves Roblox. He'd be able right. to get on and Roblox it would play that it. all those Android games really well because right. it's just like geared for gaming. But then, you know, when they want to play AAA stuff, there's the game streaming stuff, and then Xbox, for instance. I mean, it's, and Steam does this too, uh, where you can stream from your local yeah. PC on Steam, your local Steam Wi-Fi. Link, Steam PC, Steam uh, and so or... it's that stuff works really well too. And so there's just all these different options that this one handheld could kind of yeah you know uh, dip into. And I love the idea of yeah. it. Um, I just I. Most of the games I like to play, I don't love playing them with controllers. I'm, right. I'm bad at it. It's not that it's not the right way to play. My my daughter's really good at Fortnite with the Switch controller, but I just I, I struggle. I like the the touch screen or a mouse. Yeah. Like, and these days, I'm better just with a touch screen. Yeah. Like I go back to a mouse and I'm like, I Whoa, suck with this, this too now. Okay, so I'm bad at all these things. So if I practice more, I, I it would be fine. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But I would assume they have touch screens on them. So if you wanted to play with touch controls, I would think you could just hold yeah. it. It'd be a little awkward, I guess. But yeah, I mean, you got you got a couple of these that have have shown up now. Probably won't be the last ones, I would think. Um, you know that that now go with the same idea of you know slapping a a cool controller via USB C to your to your phone, and it's just this idea that you know between cloud streaming and local gaming and um, local streaming gaming, like there's a bunch of different options out there right now, and so it looks like. Wow, the future is just bright for game streaming. Yeah. Like, so will so I be bright. able to install GeForce Now on my Switch? On that your would Switch? Be, that would be awesome. No. <laughs> like, no. Nintendo should just open up and be like, hey, we're going to allow all this yeah. other stuff, too. That would be they, great. All they'd have to do is just say, yeah, game streaming. And, I mean, Because all it. this is, this is the, the game streaming and all those, those services. They're about, about a decade, five years, decade behind streaming services. I mean, where everyone yeah. has HBO Max and Netflix and all that yep. stuff. Gaming's getting there, obviously, because it requires a lot more hardware on the server end to run all this stuff for millions yeah. of people. But and latency when it's it gets good enough, and the latency is no longer an issue. I mean, this is the direction it's going. I'm just I'm with Robbie. I'm hoping it's not uh, 
they've pulled the trigger too soon. Hope yeah, not. Mm-hmm. because that nothing will kill something worse than releasing it too early. Hmm. So, yeah, because we'll I mean, see. if they if they push it out there and nobody buys it, then it they'll be it'll be hard pressed for manufacturers to go want to try this yeah, again. Like absolutely. they'll just all be like, me, you know what? We're gonna walk away. It's like the Chrome OS tablet. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. But in lieu of that and in the midst of like okay cool like the 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 streaming gaming industry is taking this big step forward whoa they dropped a turd off on the way apparently and that turd is stadium which again which if you turn their logo upside down it does kind of look like a turd oh my gosh (laughs) somebody somebody did that at one point did that put the steam up i'm like gosh but let's be honest they are probably one of the major catalysts for things oh, yeah. moving the way they, they, they are they, so they started it yeah. like they're the ones that are responsible for all of it like they're they, they were just too far ahead of their time yeah. so, just well were, let's back up because we haven't actually said what the news is so because i don't want to say it i know but um so yesterday out of nowhere uh phil harrison the vp gm of stadia at google announced that they will be sunsetting the service completely on january 18th 2023 insert sad trombone sound Mm. there you go yeah so um and give, I, there's give the, going to give us the wall yeah there's going to be a ton of i told you so i told and uh, i mean we have never ever said there's absolutely no way google's going to do this because it is google and we know that as much as we love stadia and as awesome as it has become the adoption has not been grand yeah and by we've, ta- any, we've talked about that at yeah, length it's in any scale titles and people like you got to have both and they're gaining titles but gaining titles in number is one thing gaining titles in uh, like clout is another and big like when when uh, epic decided and then said very clearly like stadia is not worth us developing Fortnite for it's like yeah that's that's not good because yeah Fortnite probably doesn't have quite the player base it did at its peak but there are still a ton of people playing Fortnite, and Epic's done a great job of continuing to reinvent season after season yeah. what that game is, and right. people still play it. And no, it's not the only one, and blah blah blah, whatever. And it, maybe it's not as popular as it was because it was ridiculous there for a little yeah. while. And it's not, it's, but trust me, bunches of people like, and and the fact that my my kids play it and all of their friends still play it tells you, like, you know, my daughter's uh, will be twelve in a couple weeks. Like she is the generation of like that that gives you a barometer of of what kids want to play exactly. yeah. what yeah. games are cool and what are not you know it's not the ones that 30 or 40 year olds are playing it's what kids are playing and decide that that's what pushes this industry forward always and but, yeah. they still all think Fortnite's cool and, and that's but crazy Fort, yeah Fortnite's done a good job of capturing the older audience too i don't play it personally i've never gotten into it if i stopped and actually took the time i probably would but like uh, there's a guy in our office who plays it quite frequently yeah. he came to me the other day i was like oh man did you see what they're doing they were doing a whole dragon ball z mm-hmm. thing oh yeah that yeah. captures the oh, 20 I come home 30 a lot year old my, you know that, you know my daughter's taking over the tv she'll drop the switch on the dock and be playing on the tv I'm, yeah. all right you got 30 minutes and you got to go back to your room and it's not uh, that google google tried the, you know, yum, like oh yeah, big, like, yeah, yeah, yeah thing exactly. finishing move like you could fly up in the air and shoot people with this like big ray of light. Yeah. So, like, but yeah. I mean, Google tried. You know, when they brought on PUBG, the timing wasn't great because they that they was too late. They were on unstable ground at that time, uh, and we know they spent years developing this all of this technology and, and getting everything in place. But they should have really gotten 
a good number of big names on board out yep. of the gate, even if yep. it meant, hey, we're going to throw some money at you. Or because, wait until yeah, you have wait. them to launch. Like you, They should have just waited and I, had a couple of big, big names I think, on board. Yeah, I think the technology was so exciting. And they were. It was. They were, and they wanted to be the first out They wanted with to be it. the first. And they probably thought, like, oh, people will get it and we'll get some of these big. And they got some big stuff. Like, Cyberpunk was a huge sign. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Um, you know, PUBG was way too late. Um, yeah. And it didn't. It didn't do crossplay, did it? Nope. And that was the like that was the problem. Like, you didn't need to just get big titles. You need to get big titles to yeah. agree to. If do you're going to draw people from PC or Xbox or whatever, there has to be. You know, I'm not going to dump everything I've done for two, three, four, five years just no. to go play a game I love and have already achieved well on a different platform. Right, well, yeah. and and hope that somebody else does. And that's and the all, problem with PUBG. Yep. They had to shut down the. Uh, mouse and keyboard keyboard setting for that game because literally no one was in there and so you'd go in on on a chromebook and sit there and wait to match and there was no one playing yep. like no one nobody is playing <laughs> it's i'm the only person in the world <laughs> in this game nine like, billion oh, people oh, here we are yeah. yep. just insane <laughs> to me like, not one other single person and again PUBG was late yeah. Um, PUBG had already very much declined by the time. It's probably why they signed the deal. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. got them some money. It felt Here, like, yeah, it was way too late. Um, but yeah, they they really needed to have signed on a Fortnite or um, Call of Duty, like uh, Warzone, oh. or something like something, and, and support crossplay and all those things. They needed something like that, and they just never quite had that one title that. People again, like you said, like that. I have an Xbox and I do all my stuff on Xbox, but oh, I can I can have a Stadia account and play that game and log in with my stuff and still have it. Oh, well, yeah, I'll I'll try this out. Yeah, people would have done that, but it was the titles that they had didn't have the right crossplay, yeah. or they just didn't have the titles, or they didn't get them in time, or whatever. And it it wasn't enough to draw people over to the platform. And you got to think about it, like Stadia, even though it's streaming or whatever, it is the console. Like the cloud is the console. And and that was just another console to say, hey, we want to play too. Yeah. And as we've seen with phones over time, guess what? It all shook out, and there's Android and iOS now. Right. And there's and all it, these other operating systems. Now there's two. Yeah. Like you got and Xbox and PlayStation. It's, it's hard to see. Like Switch does its thing because Nintendo's been around, but I'm like, I think the gaming console arena is it's full. Like yeah. I don't know who else. So that's why Xbox's game streaming will work. If PlayStation decided to jump in late and and do something similar and yeah. it was it was good and it worked and it worked with all the people that they already have that works you already have the audience no big deal um, and and that's why GeForce Now works because right. it has it taps into all sorts of stuff right that's why these work and like with Luna I don't know that I don't know how Luna will survive no. other than Amazon just continuing to throw money at it um, that would be my guess is that, that but it's in the same boat as Stadia it's going to be unless they throw enough money at it to get developers to decide to make cross-play versions that work with and that, Xbox. And that's a shame because yeah. Amazon and Google are the two companies. That, and I understand there's been all this stuff with Sundar and them you know, cutting back and all that stuff, but they also have recorded record profits that they had the ability, even pre-COVID, to make this work, and they, they did. didn't. And Amazon yeah. definitely does. And if Jeff Bezos is stubborn enough, he probably doesn't care about gaming, but he's probably stubborn enough to say, I'm going to make this work just because Google didn't. Yeah. Uh, it stinks because I've discovered a lot of really cool games. I've been a pro subscriber since day one, and we've got some games on there that I really enjoy playing that I would have never known of 
if it weren't for that. Right. But there's not any big name titles on Stadia that would have drawn me right. to it. So yeah. for yeah. that Same reason, that you want to so. go play consistently. Yeah, I mean the <laughs> like, hey, like, what was the what was the first one they the first big one they was a Halo, the Halo? No, not Halo. Yeah, Halo uh, Xbox. Uh, the one in space is the one we. The one in space. You know, the one in space. <laughs> one in space. Oh, what man. kind of a game is it? What do you do? Shoot things. Uh, in space. Maybe. Yeah. I have like no man with spaceships. My brain. No, 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 no. Like Half Life. No, not Half. No. Is that a first-person shooter? Yes. Man, in space. Why? Yeah. What is my? Oh, oh uh, Destiny. Destiny. Man, yeah. my brain just <laughs> broke. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Destiny. They, I, I think they wanted Destiny to be the thing. It was the gun. It was supposed to be like their their poster child, but it just it didn't work. But right. that's the funny thing. Like Destiny Two is one of those games that <clears throat> I feel like gamers talked about a lot, but <laughs> general, general public, people yeah. didn't. Right. Like I didn't know other than. One guy here yeah. in the office. I didn't personally know anybody that played Destiny Two no. on a regular basis. No, and I enjoyed playing it. But it was cool. I was but, just like, now yeah. if, you, if you'd have got Halo, that might have made the, that might have been different. You know? And that's where like <laughs> Xbox has. They've got all the Halos, and yeah, you their, have to have some franchise service. Yeah. They've got their franchise stuff, but they've also got the players that are all there. And yeah, and GeForce now has all the the Steam people, and, and so I mean that part they have figured out. Stadia could just not get over that hump and the only way to get gamers to show up is with games. And so it's like, it's a chicken egg situation because yeah. maybe shutting down their own studio. Maybe that was the, the first nail. Yeah. In the coffin, it was, you know? it I could, mean, that could have at least helped them to develop some stuff to say, Hey, here's some content that you don't only get play anywhere here. Yeah. else. Yeah. And that's where Luna, I think they're could, pushing to, yeah. are they? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're going to have some, some exclusive titles. Studio, yeah. You have to, yeah. I mean, it, that's why PlayStation and Xbox both do it. That's why they're yeah. PC exclusive oh, titles. Yeah. Like, you have to have some exclusivity to cause people to even think about coming yeah. over. Because if not, if if every game's on every platform, why would you ever leave? Like, what, right. what's, why would you bother? And so it's it's a tough yeah. situ- it's a tough thing to come into and try to win. And they were too early, but their UI is the best. Yeah. I mean, like actually using Stadia, like the, the the core part of Stadia is is better than any of the other ones. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if uh, usage will spike now. Because you still have three Maybe. months to play all your games, complete missions, probably, all that Probably stuff. not. I'm like, <laughs> there's some games I'm really going to go play because I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to play that. But now I'm like, I really want to yeah. play that. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I right. bought, uh, of course, you get refunded for everything. So that's yeah, cool. which is nice. But I bought like Watch Dogs and Watch Dogs 2 because yeah. they had a, a sale on them. And I was like, cool, I'm going to play those. I never did. No. That's on me, though. That's Those are games that I could play through. But they're also games that I'm not going to play with my kids around right. because there's tons of language. It's super violent. Like, and yeah. so it's like I think about the fact that we were looking up um, um, the Breath of the Wild sequel, uh, Zelda, and what date it's going to come out. And I'm like already thinking about can't wait to go buy that and we'll, we'll play that as a group like at, at home and you know we'll enjoy this game so much. I'm like those are the type of titles Stadia just never had. Stadia yeah. never had anything on it where my kids got really deep into it yep, yep. and they played stadia quite a bit, but they never really connected with anything on there. Yeah. And so like you can't, you can't get into this space and not capture that group of nope. that, yeah. that demographic of, of people. And it just never did. Yeah. Um, the only, my, my son has played more games on there than any of us. The only one he loved playing consistently was that, uh, was it 
Pikuinu or whatever it was yeah. called. Yeah. But the only he did he got pretty far through it. But the only reason he really really liked it is because you can walk around and kick people. He's got like his long legs. You can kick people and kick rocks and stuff. He's like he's like Dad, watch this. He's gonna get mad. Yeah. I just think also you know from a, a big picture look at this Google you know was was trying this the technology was really cool they wanted to be the first and now they're kind of maybe looking at the big picture and saying all right well we have steam on chrome os and we're doing some cool stuff with gaming chromebooks and maybe that's our focus and this yeah. other thing just clearly didn't work so let's just throw in the towel now yeah. instead and of honestly it, white there's just kind of lingering all this it's stuff. like lingering right yeah, now white labeling know? the the stadia uh, because i mean that's they've done it already what was the verizon or at&t, AT&T they, yeah it. they've done it and uh they obviously know how to do cloud stuff they know how to do massive servers and these companies that want to do this kind of stuff why not go to Google? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Google's sure. going to, their overhead's going to be a lot less doing this than it is going to be paying game developers sure. and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer, though. So. It stinks. All right. But is. yeah, just to go. reiterate, he mentioned this, you, if any, any hardware purchases or game purchases, you will get refunded for. So they, I got the email yesterday saying, you know, look out for, um, another email on how to get refunded for your purchases so, yeah, so I hard, through, hardware I like, too yeah yeah so because so we ordered yeah i remember yeah. we we were at joe's that we were still working out of joe's house when the, we uh ordered the, the founders yeah, edition money back yeah. for that and then i like i bought pga yeah I, I, bought, I bought pga and i looked up i looked at all my uh obviously you're you're 9.99 for pro every month you, that, don't, that, get that, that you don't get that back but anything you bought uh, you'll get back and so it's like I, i'm gonna end up getting like 350 back yeah i was gonna say i'm gonna get a <laughs> chunk of change not, back. Yeah, artem tweeted his game list yesterday oh. and i'm like wow he's gonna buy another tesla with that <laughs> i have all the games yeah but good yeah. on them for at least saying, yeah hey, that's it down, a, but we're giving you all your money yeah that is, absolutely that's that gonna is, cost them cool. so much money. yeah it is but it's a drop in the bucket for Google. Well, yeah. And uh, compared to probably the, they're probably operating at a loss. I would oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So they can take all those servers and reassign them to do some yep. other stuff. And Yeah. Yeah. I don't so, know. There Bummer, you have it. But yeah. it is what it is. There you have it. Okay, we're going to take a quick break for an ad, and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everyone. Uh, one other gaming thing that we didn't get to in that first segment, uh, Gabe, uh, Gabe, Gabe dug up a, a Lenovo Chromebook. He didn't even have to dig it up. Really didn't did, even it really dig it up. Me. Yeah. It came to We're me defensive. while I was sleeping. We're a little defensive. But not in a dream. <laughs> not in a dream. <laughs> Into my inbox. Yeah. In an email. It was an email. Yeah. An alert. Alert. Yeah. Alert. Alert. So, this happened. Um, a little slip up. So there's a company. I don't know. Make up a name. Lenovo. Uh, Lenovo. Okay. Lenovo. They have a website. It's uh, it's not a well-known website, but it's a website. It's, it's public. Facing. It is. I can't remember what it sounds for. Stands for. Anyways, it's product product specification reference. So it's yeah. literally just when a new product is 
not necessarily launched into retail stores, but when it's official, like yeah. it's getting ready to go to, you know, be for sale, the spec sheets for each model go on this website. I'm sure all companies have these types of websites. Lenovo is the only one that has it public and they even have a place where you can sign up for email alerts right. to be alerted when they update it. It updates I don't know, every couple of weeks because they're not releasing new hardware all the time, but uh, Windows, Chromebooks, tablets, it's, any it's where type. you found the eight gig uh, uh, Duet three, also right. Uh, you were like, well, hey, no, uh, eight gig Duet three. I figured no, I found it on. I don't know why. I think I was. I usually check Lenovo's website for deals. Somebody tweeted it. Yeah, uh, uh, at us. That's right. Someone had I tweeted. It was a tweet. okay. That's right. And then went and found it on the on the PS Refs website. And then after you put it after you put it out, we yeah. somebody on YouTube also commented was yeah. like, "You need to update this video." There's an eight one two. Like we can't just go you update a YouTube video. Yeah, we'll add a little. Like we'll add an info right card. now. No. So, anyways, I get emails when these update, and I was scrolling through, and I saw one that said IP, which is short for Idea Pad, and then CB. They don't write Chromebook on these model names. It's just IP C. CB gaming and I'm like what what, <laughs> what, that is? Yeah, what is these so I get in there I look at it and realize quickly that it's very similar to the Chromebook that Lenovo announced at the beginning of September which was just at a, IFA yeah at IFA it's a 16 inch 16 yeah 16 inch uh, that one is a Pentium and Core i3 no Pentium the one you wrote up. Yeah, I think it was an i3. All right, so, but it's just, I mean, it's a plain Jane, 16-inch, good display, uh, just just a middle. It's 120 hertz. Yeah, but it was, was the, the first was 120 hertz Chromebook to market. So it, it's not like that was a surprise or a secret or anything. This new one, 120 hertz screen, but it's actually branded a gaming laptop. And then the official name is Lenovo Chromebook 5 gaming i think is what it's called well and, and we need to back up like we've talked multiple times about rgb keyboards yes coming to chromebooks like that that's all been very public in yep. the in the repositories um i know kyle bradshaw over at nine to five has dug up quite a bit of stuff about this so yep. all of these things like none of this stuff was like oh my god i didn't know this existed like, yeah this isn't some never stuff. ever before seen thing these are things we knew that were coming so this device is is same chassis as the one that was announced at ifa but it has a really cool design lenovo started doing that like one quarter of the lid is a different color yeah. kind of gives it a silhouette look but this one has some cool little pill-shaped designs on it so it's unique in that sense uh, same 120 hertz screen, 350 nits, 100% sRGB, nice display, awesome, but it has an RGB, three, four zone RGB keyboard, which will coincide with some new features that are coming to Chrome OS where you'll be able to customize your RGB keyboard in the Chrome Which OS settings. Awesome. Yeah. So you'll be able to, you know, cause gamers like to have their, their WSAD keys, you know, program so you can see them, whatever, but it's standard 12th gen processors standard amount of ram eight which someone did point out to play world of warcraft you need like 16 gigs of ram and i'm like i get that and lenovo probably should offer a 16 gig version of this but as of right now there's not it's eight gigs of ram core i3 or core i5 which means the core i5 you get iris graphics it's going to be great for like steam games and stuff sure but apparently it wasn't supposed to be published when it was published and it just is what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, so you uh, know, 
Okay, put but it apparently there. the world loves it and they're excited about it. Yeah, exactly. a lot of people have picked it up and uh, it is cool. I mean, I, I it's an awesome looking device. Some of the photos they had in the some of the product photos in there were just phenomenal looking. But real tiny bezels. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're excited screen. about this device and we were excited to share it. So and you know, obviously we know we're going to see more devices like this because we've been tracking them in the repositories. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's, you know. yeah, it's not, it's again, it's not a mystery uh, no. or a shock, uh, but it's interesting. Like juxtaposition with all the stuff that's happened, like stadia getting shut down yeah, and everything right. like, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, Chromebooks run are going to be running steam games and a device like this would do really well with those. Um, you know, GeForce now. And hey, I haven't messed with Xbox's thing. Uh, in a little while uh, i remember it, i have it i don't think i've ever used it i think because you have to at least for now i know they were working on keyboard mouse support like you have to hook up a controller to it it was that was the, the thing the the web interface still had a little bit of lag um in it and the app itself didn't but it was hit or miss whether it would run on chromebook so you know like as that kind of that stuff starts to you know clean up like stadia was always the one that you'd be like yeah on a chromebook if you go to stadia.com like the experience is perfect yeah like it's so good geforce now is really good too don't get me wrong um but you know it's geforce now is like hey we have the games and the people the interface is a yeah. little herky-jerky <laughs> yeah. but again i haven't played geforce now in a few months either yeah. they, they just keep making more and more strides to make it better mm-hmm. so you know all those things will come together and i think you know hopefully we're at a spot where you know this it, it kind of going into the holiday season we're at a spot where gaming chromebooks make sense um, yeah hopefully you know steam did we find something like the repositories where steam has moved to beta or is coming yeah to beta so soon. yeah uh, not Ky- the beta version of it but yeah kyle first discovered it but yeah it's it's coming to the beta channel and preparation for beta so it's going to beta because <laughs> it's, it's still an alpha right double now. beta so yeah but the, the, they're also removing the token for certain devices yeah. so uh, soon very soon uh, i don't know when but very soon you're going to be able to be in the beta channel and the steam installer app is just going to be there just you click don't have i to want do steam any weird and cross stuff or anything and it's coming to lower end devices yeah so, so core it i3s should come to core i3s all ryzen's uh so they've obviously put in the work to get this working well now that's not to say you get a core i3 device with hd graphics and you load up like the most graphic intensive game steam has it's probably not going to do great but you might be able to run it on medium right you know but i don't think google would bring it to these lower end devices if they didn't know that it's going to work because like 90 something percent of games work with you know proton and all that stuff so well and the the other thing too like in our um we haven't done have we done the re- we haven't done the review yet on the the big Asus Core i three no, um, yeah because we've had some other stuff come up so but in the the initial hands on like you know and I wrote an article about this too like the speed of this thing is crazy and it's a yeah. Core i three and it's from a benchmark standpoint just like raw processing power um, uh, single and multi core like it's right there with the twelfth gen i five and i seven it right. beats it in some in certain benchmarks which right. is crazy so. Yeah, it doesn't have quite as capable of GPU, but there's a lot of raw horsepower in that Core i3 12th gen. So all these Chromebooks that are going to be coming out with that, you know, no, they're not going to be Steam like this is the best Steam gaming thing you could buy. But the Core i3 keeps the price down on these Chromebooks. As far as regular Chromebook stuff goes, have no issue running any of it. Right. They could do all of it. And 
now hopefully you know we'll see steam games yeah. come to those too and you know for casual type games. and that's my point that i made in the article is that like for the core i3 model of this new lenovo uh you know you're not going to market that to someone who's solely a pc gamer but someone who right. has a few steam games you know maybe if they just played like civ civilization and stuff like that which those yeah. take no graphic but like day of defeat and old source games and stuff like that this is the perfect device to market this yep. is a cloud gaming monster that's beautiful and it's a gaming device and you can also play some of your favorite steam titles then you take the i5 and you're like you want to get into steam games yeah. here's how you do it right. and then you get devices like the framework that have that p-series processor and it's like yeah. these are going to be all-in-one devices that it's it should be relatively easy to market to especially i feel like i feel like for parents it will be great because they could market this from a perspective of hey look your kids got access to all sorts of stuff right you know, all, android tons games, of options and, and, and maybe some of these if they take off <laughs> could help you know spur android developers as well to to be serious make, yeah, like make your <laughs> game work on a chromebook yeah like just go get a chromebook and see how it goes and make the fixes you need to make it work because now there's going to be gaming chromebooks out there and so you know think about those things think about larger screens think about mouse keyboard input if you can do it but you know chromebooks are you know we're working on this uh, it's an alpha also but the the keyboard overlay on games yeah. you know it only works on like seven games or whatever right now as a test but it does work um, I did find out though that like on three by two or sixteen by ten screens, it's wonky. It, it doesn't quite line up. It, <laughs> it's assuming all those things are going to be in place, but the end result of this will be you'll be able to drag your keys wherever you want them, lay them on the thing, and then set all. You can't do any of that stuff yet, but um, you know. So Google's trying to kind of assist. That's a crutch, if you ask me. But you know, if there's certain games, it that might be a, a better solution. Sure. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. I think there's there's just so many things moving in this space and clearly um, Google and its OEM partners, you know, want to allow Chromebooks to kind of take advantage of all of it in some different ways. And so I think, you know, devices like this and others that surely will come because we're, we're tracking all these different devices. I never wrote this, but I should have. Um, we're tracking all these devices from like, like HP, for instance, like we have multiple Chromebooks, 12th gen Chromebooks we know that are coming from HP. It's like, why would they build mul this many? Right. Well, clearly one of these is probably going to be a gaming Chromebook, yeah. you know, and there's multiple from this OEM. Well, clearly, like I remember thinking like, that's why there's so many. Like there's, it's okay for you to have two. Like we yeah. see an Elite Dragonfly and an X3, X360 14C, you know, right. and the, for and this that's generation. What, like that's fine. But yeah. then it's like, then there's a third and then there's a fourth. Like what are these going to be? Yeah. yeah I need to go things. back and connect the dots and I'm going to write this up uh, before we go out of town. But there's one baseboard, one 12th gen board that one of the commits said this board is literally a steam board. So they have a line of 12th mm. gen boards that are like, the, these are boards that are designed for steam gaming. Yeah. So those yeah. are going yeah. to be gaming laptops. Yeah. So, and, but between, you know, Again, I know Stadia going away kind of is a weird thing in the midst of all this, but like you know, clearly, you know, Google seeing that there's there's room for this. There's there's going to be you yeah. know a, a market for this. And again, you know, yeah. tracing back gaming, you know, RGB keyboards, high refresh rate screens, Steam gaming. Like there's a lot of you know momentum going on here, and so you know it'll be interesting to watch and see how it plays out, and then see how people respond to it. You know, in the end. Well, what is uh? What's Lenovo's gaming division? Legion. Legion. Yeah. Is, was there any mention of Le Legion no, with this? That would have been this. cool, but no, it's not. It doesn't have the Legion logo or anything like yeah, that. I've always thought that would be the coolest thing. Is if, but you got to think that 
the audience that they have under yeah, these gaming. Like I imagine, like well, they're I'm expecting. Like, Ooh, if Acer made a Predator Chromebook, that would be awesome, right? But I'm like, would it? Like, would the audience that is like, yeah, I got Predator stickers on my stuff. No, because like, they're, they're gonna look, almost be mad. Yeah, that you they're let a looking Chromebook for in. they're looking for high end graphics cards and all right, that stuff, and they're gonna be like, this should not be a pre. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's doesn't doesn't fit the brand necessarily. Yeah. But I do yeah. hope that all of this ends up giving us our first chromebook with a discrete gpu in yeah. it. yes that'd be cool and uh, a gaming chromebook. still like waiting to <laughs> yeah, see gaming chromebooks one of those things come out and it hasn't happened yet um i i'm i'm also just as interested to see what some of these you know uh, something like the lenovo or just you know the the framework uh chromebook with with this kind of processing power and with steam games cleaned up like in, in yeah. its proper form what does that look like? Because we still don't really know. Like we don't really know what it's going to end up being like. Like, is it? I can run like seventy-five percent of this stuff, or I can run everything I want. Right. I just got to turn the graphics down a little bit right. and really enjoy it. Like, is that what it's going to? Like, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Because if that's the case, then you know, a discrete GPU and a Chromebook is like, eh, it'll be cool when it gets here, but it's not. Maybe not that necessary. Yeah. Unless you're going to have you know high-end gamers, and maybe at that point, that's when. You see the, the Acer Predator Chromebook, right. you know, where they can throw a, a GPU a twenty or twenty. Yeah, and that's and for me because I play mostly Source games. I, my graphics are fine. I can turn the graphics up on those games because they're right. they're not you know they're older or whatever. I just want the experience to be. I don't want to have to deal with like pointer lock issues or scaling issues when I've got an external monitor just needs and to things work. like you know like on mine now. If I have my if I don't have the lid closed on my Chromebook, my extended screen, the mouse isn't where it's supposed to be, so I have to find the buttons yeah. to click for servers. Yeah, it's like fix all that stuff. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. So when uh, when is this like this update when they're going into beta channel? When is that happening? I don't know if there's a date on. I it. don't think there is a date. It, uh, it was uh, some commits that okay. basically. So one oh six should be rolling out today for the stable channel. Uh, so I mean, maybe 107 in the beta, which should be mm. next next few weeks, maybe a month. Should I don't, be awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it'd be awesome for it to show up. Um, yeah, and start, especially if they get some of those tokens out of there, and it's it's in a spot where people, just general people, we can just hey, you can go to the beta channel. I don't, we don't feel bad about telling people to go to the beta channel. Go to beta, click the install button, <clears> and give it a try, yeah. and and provide feedback. You know, they need to open up the feedback uh, quite a bit. Yeah, uh, but it'd be it'd be awesome to see it in a solid beta by the end of the yeah, year just, and, and you know out for public consumption by yeah. early 2023 yeah more more people playing obviously <laughs> more feedback and yeah i'd love for holidays season 2023 yeah. there'd just be a slew of oh, like yeah. gaming chromebook totally. advertisements and yeah stuff. that'd be awesome totally uh, yeah I, I, I could completely see that happening yeah so we'll see we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll obviously report on it when we learn more yeah uh okay let's switch gears and talk about a couple uh pixel family things so um let's talk uh tablet first Want to? yeah uh, tablet. It, it, you know we won't go too too much into depth we've already beaten a horse about you know the, mm-hmm. the event we know it's next week yeah we know the items that are coming we have a video up we'll link it in the description or in the in the show notes um you know that just here's all the stuff we're mm-hmm. expecting but you know Pixel 7, Pixel 7 Pro, Pixel Watch, maybe something more about this tablet, the Pixel tablet. Hopefully, um, but yeah. Not at least a few breath. more details, mm-hmm. you know. And then maybe a tease on the Pixel Notepad. Yeah. Um, they're, they're saying Q3 or Q1 uh, likely is what the production window looks like. That's about the same amount of time out from this event as we are now from I.O. when I. they teased when they, all the other right. stuff. So 
could happen. Uh, might not. Uh, but yeah, the uh, some some leaks on the tablet came out. Um, I think it was a product listing or something for. I'm trying to remember what it was now. Uh, oh, it was an order, is an EVT order, okay. so oh. uh, evaluation testing um, devices being ordered, uh, up to 256 gigs of storage on the Pixel tablet, uh, confirmed an 11 inch display, 10.96 inches technically, but 11 inch display, and uh, confirmed USI. There were already rumors about USI pin support, but confirmed it's their models with USI support. So. We start taking those things into consideration when you know some of the other specs leak, like Gen One Tensor, mm-hmm. um, small storage, small RAM, that kind of stuff. It was like, uh, this is going to be a, a Nest Hub that you right. can pick up, just take a little, around. little, little uh, around the house device, poking about, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. Kind of thing. poking about device. You know? But I'm like, that much memory <clears throat> yeah. and USI pin on a home, a Nest Hub, like this might be a legit <clears throat> tablet. Uh, yeah, and maybe they're just going to offer options. Like if you want the base one. It's great for tablet and great for home, but if you want to have a, a bigger tablet that you can take notes on, and it'd be really fun to see. You know, no offense, OEMs, but USI on Chromebook is still pretty hit or miss. Um, Little wonky certain here devices and there. <laughs> is fine, but then it's like, does it work on that Android app or not? And blah yeah. blah blah. Like, it's kind of all over the place. It'd be kind of cool to see. I feel like an Android tablet should handle USI better. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what it looks like on on a pixel tablet um but with this much memory it's hard for me to believe that they're going to slap all that in and put really low end specs in it but maybe they will i don't know yeah uh, and that's how it just depends on how they market it what they want to do with it how right. they're going to position it all that kind of stuff so. yeah yeah it uh i could i could see that being like the case where that you almost have like two options you know you can yeah. here's this entry well, there was the, the model the, and then maybe something uh, nicer uh, rumors about it, there being a pro model as yeah. well. Right. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, those yeah, were yeah. completely just rumors. I don't think there was anything substantial there, but maybe that's what it is. Pixel Tablet and Pixel Tablet Pro. And the Pro still does all the stuff if you want to do that. Right. You want to dock still it. Still dock it. But you can also take it with you and really get some work done. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. But, uh, <clears> tablets <throat> are... Uh, you know, Chromebook tablets to me are still super interesting because the idea of what it could be. Right. Um, Chromebook <clears> tablets as they exist right now are... Not quite there whatever i feel like the touch interface um on chromebooks has been a little forgotten um i feel like the tablet ui was going through all these changes and then they just kind of stopped pushing (laughs) like make it great it shouldn't feel janky Uh, but they don't have any hardware to debut it on like we've got you know no offense to lenovo but you know those tablets are not powerful the snapdragon 7c gen 2 is fine but it's not like, oh, this is super powerful. So it's one of two things. Like a, a tablet OS just needs a more powerful processor. or Because honestly, like the the Spin 513, you flip it into tablet mode and mess around the tablet stuff on that. It's actually really nice. Yeah. Like it works. But Chrome OS, I feel like, has too much overhead for the tablet UI at this point. Right. Um, Give me a Snapdragon 8 Gen whatever. It'll or, probably run fine. Yeah. Or, yeah, or but, the latest, greatest MediaTek. But I feel like if the desktop OS doesn't struggle, well, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just a perception thing. Like with the desktop and you're, you're moving around with more static things, you don't worry too much about an animation stutter here or there. But when you're mm. dragging things around with your finger on the screen, right. it's horrible. you're used to doing it on a phone that has got really... Um, high refresh rates and yeah, it's got super you know faster and, processor yeah. and I'm I need those elements to move when I pick you know when I move them across the screen and so little stutters here and there are really really evident and noticeable 
And so maybe that's it's yeah. a more of a perception thing. But either way, the tablet mode on Chrome OS still needs some work, I think. Um, you know, I think it should 100% feel like using Android or iPad OS. And yeah. most of it's there, um, but there's just some weird quirks with it. Um, sometimes, you know, the gestures don't respond the way they need to. Yeah. And, and so that makes the whole tablet thing a little bit worse, but it doesn't change the fact that in my brain, like that makes Chrome OS makes the best tablet OS because it's like, if I have this great tablet experience that I would really enjoy, and then I can dock it and use right. it as a full desktop, like that's the best possible scenario. A tablet that is a, still a tablet when I dock it, and I got to use a bunch of Android apps to try to get productive, doesn't sound like right. something and I, that's what I, I feel, don't want to carry yeah, that around. I feel like OEMs have, have missed the boat, and they've, I don't want to say they've single-handedly caused it, but they've caused a lot of the uh, slow adoption of tablets because i mean they've come out just kind of dipping a toe in the water and it's like you've created a subpar product because you've not been willing to go all in i'm like i I understand that sometimes they make things and it's a swing and a miss i mean Mm -hmm. one of the first what was the first snapdragon windows device it was hot garbage yeah well they're still most but you know if you're gonna do it do it all out and then just you know and I know there's a lot of money and R&D involved in that, but if you're going to do it, do it all that. You know what Chrome OS is already capable of. You produce dozens of different Chromebooks. You know how big of an ecosystem that is. If you're going to produce a Chrome OS tablet, make it really, really great. And, and, and we're still waiting yeah, for that. Like and, I think the Slate had the hard, kind of hardware. The case was not great. Uh, had the hardware to do that thing. Chrome OS was not ready for nope. it. The, yeah. um, so it just didn't line up um, but yeah a slate with a better version of a you know like yeah. a, a setup more like what you get with the duet hardware wise yeah. uh, an improved processor <sighs> would be awesome have you uh, were you using the slate for something like not too long ago did you I update it and stuff something. yeah it's it's probably a couple versions behind now yeah. and, and I think our keyboard is working but the enter key is a little weird on it like the, uh, it, 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 it didn't age well it used to it was not missing and not it was just stuck it was like the, the rebound wasn't there it was yeah. just like flat it's like felt, felt like there wasn't a Joe yeah, threw it off the roof what? I, may, I may have dropped it a few times huh? so but I'm, I'm like not I lie. could uh, somebody somebody on our Patreon said you know, like y- y'all should you know what's it like using it now you know this many years after yeah. and I was like I could do that because I could use it as a tablet um, and then take uh, I could take a little keyboard with me if yeah the, because we have we've got a case for it, I think that's like a folio case. Yes, that's just a stand. Yeah, that's maybe take that and keep the keyboard. Is it a Belkin case or something over yeah. there? I forget. Um, do something like that. Yeah. And and at the desk, I can I can dock it dock and just it. use a keyboard. And yeah. Um, yeah, I might have a gap in review units here. Yeah. Shortly, that, that I might, be an might try that. Um, yeah. Just to see, because it's obviously it's even if an, an eighth gen Core i five, I think is what's in it. Um, it's far better hardware than anything we have in the tablet market yeah. right now yeah. so yeah we need that meet one of those big media techs in a, i know in a tablet oh so that'd be so cool don't see any of them on the horizon right now i, I just I, I feel like manufacturers have become disillusioned a little bit with chrome os tablets for sure. right now, which is a shame because i feel like there's a market there it just the, hasn't been captured the pixel tablet android tablet uh all of these android tablets still have like the uh, the lesser version of Chrome, right? Like it's not the full desktop. It's, desk, it's yeah. not the full yeah. desktop Chrome. Yeah, so I couldn't like some of the web development stuff I had to do because we had some site issues this week. 
can't do that on those. So there's a huge chunk of my work. And, and then even like the way like WordPress renders in the back end, it's like certain things are just not going to work on a quote unquote mobile processor or a mobile yeah. uh, browser. So, so yeah, it's, it, it becomes a pretty big hindrance. It's not like, Oh, I could, I could make this work. And you see people write articles about right. it. Like I tried to work from an iPad or I tried right. to work or one of these Samsung, nicer Samsung they're not, devices. It's just not meant for that. Yeah. That's, and, and it's if like you're going to try to do that, like the problems start persisting all over the place. And it's like, yeah, that's why Chrome OS would be great. Right. That's yeah. But they've got to make the, the touch part of it. Like I want, I need to be in a spot where I want to pick up and use this thing. But that also means like Android games need to work and Android apps need to work without question. And that's just not the case right now. Like right. Android apps are still kind of messy yeah. on Chromebooks. And so it's like, if you, as a tablet device, like you're going to need those things to all yep. work the right. right way. And right. so that hasn't happened. And so then manufacturers don't want to make and put their, put a ton of effort into making one. And so it's just this whole thing that's not moving forward right now, the way that I would love to see it. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's switch gears. One last thing uh, that we'll chat about here is uh, pixel watch. So uh, we had mentioned that obviously it's, uh, it's going to be debuted next week, but um there's some some leaks and and some information about the bezels being a little bigger. So yeah, they're, than expected. I yeah, guess. Yeah, it, it's Google's own marketing materials. It wasn't yeah. even a leak. Like it came out and people kind of were pausing it, going, "Oh, was it from the video?" The yeah, video? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, why is the watch face so little on the middle of that thing? And it did look a little weird. The more you know, we kind of went back and looked at it. It's like. Uh, yeah, that's either just an unfortunate watch face that just has some black space around the edges, um, or what turned out to be, it looked like just poor rendering um, on Google's behalf, which is just really goofy. Yeah. Um, but I wrote a whole piece, and I don't think it really caught legs much. But as I'm looking at my Fitbit here, you know, if most of the UIs on smartwatches now are all like dark mode for good reason, uh, it's battery saving because uh, all these watches have OLED screens. So it's battery saving, but it also hides the bezels because OLED the black bezel mixes with the black screen because it's all true black. And so, um, you know, on this Fitbit I'm looking at, I have the Versa 3 on my arm. You know, the the bezels aren't small on this watch, but I literally never think about it because I don't see them. Yeah. Like, I got to looking at my Galaxy. I mean, they're they're not tiny on the no, Galaxy. No. And most watches just aren't. Like, that. No. they're not even tiny. I wouldn't consider them tiny on the, the newest Apple watches. Right. And especially, like, look at the Apple Watch SE. They're huge. Yeah. yeah. But it's all hidden because most of the UI doesn't attempt to push white or light colors to the edges of the screen. So it just all kind of bleeds together. You don't notice it. It's not that big of a deal. Right. And so my first point was like, eh, if they are a little bigger than you expect, it's probably yeah. not that big. Of a deal. You're probably not going to actually notice it in use. So let's all pump the brakes and wait till we get actual people get hands on and use the thing. I guarantee <laughs> it's probably not going to be that big of a deal. But then... Uh, Google re-released that exact same video their to Taiwan. their Taiwanese yeah. um, YouTube channel. And side by side, the bezels are all rendered to look much smaller. And this was after all this kind of hubbub yeah. about them. And so it, it's clear to me that now that that video is full of renders, those are not product yeah. images. And neither one of them are probably accurate. Right. So maybe the ones from Taiwan, that they've made the bezels look a little smaller than they really are. The one in America, they've made to look a little bigger than they really are. The truth is probably somewhere in between. Some some poor graphics artist who literally worked on that video for like uh, three months oh, yeah. was sitting in his office like, 
dang it, you idiot. You <laughs> probably didn't really think much of right, it. Right, yeah. Like, um, I'm sure it got reviewed and everybody said, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. But then, you know, the um, the early leak that happened, that guy that got the watch on Reddit and Android Central did the, the mm-hmm. uh, piece with that. If you look, he's got a couple of photos of it. The screen's off. It didn't work, obviously. And you can see the bezel. Like, if you hold these phones, or these, these screens, the right, right you can see, light, light, yeah, you you can see, see it. it when it glares in there a little bit. And he's got a picture where it's doing that. And I'm like, those bezels are not that big. They're, I mean, they're not tiny. Yeah. And you honestly wouldn't want them to be, because then the screens are all, all the way to the edge. You're going to bump this watch on stuff. And a watch gets dinged on doors. Right. And you, yep. you need I can't some tell buffer you how space. many times I've hit my watch on stuff. Plus, you need some space on the screen to where when you touch the edge to like make a swipe action, for instance. Without... You're not, not touching touch. something. It's you need, register you need to, a touch. As right. as you you need it. a little bit of a bezel. And it looks, it's like, I'm looking at those pictures, I'm like, the bezels aren't as big as what they're being portrayed as on this on this YouTube video. And so, again, I think the truth is somewhere between. We're going to see it in person, and usually with these types of things, once you see it, like the I, I referenced the, the camera bump on this. Like, we saw these renders, and it's like... It looks so strange. Oof, that yeah. thing is like this big knot it's be sticking a out of the top of it. big thing on the back of the phone. And, no, and once like, you no, get it in not. person, you're like, oh, that's not really that big yeah, of a deal. Don't even like, notice it. Mm. Yeah, and so I, I think that's kind of what we're going to be dealing with uh, yeah. on this. Um, again, we'll see it yeah. on Thursday. We'll know uh, next week. Yeah, so we'll be able to be like, hey, this yeah, is... the bezels are chonkers. Or, yeah. you know, it'll be like, no, you can't. Yeah. This looks awesome. And, yeah. and and I'm with you. I think uh, having having that little bit of bezel on there uh, is a good thing, really. I mean, it, it, it's it's necessary. It's necessary. Yeah, yeah. it's necessary. So, uh, yeah, we'll know more next week. Yeah, we'll I can't wait more. to see, see my the watch. watch has a big bezel on it. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's I mean, a big yeah, watch, I mean, though. <laughs> I have these dive watches that have... you got to put the numbers somewhere. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, that's what like the early when the early video went around, people were like, "Well, if they don't use that edge for like, because Samsung does the you know the touch yeah. input around that edge to kind of move around the UI, well, that's that's what it's got to be for." I'm like, "No, I <laughs> I think that I think we have that on the Samsung, but yeah, I literally yeah. never use it. I use it every once in a while if I'm I scrolling through apps or something. Thing. But nah, yeah, really. it, the couple of days I had that Samsung watch, I was like, I don't, eh. yeah, I don't know like, why would you not just sit and touch the screen." I don't know. I'm sure there's. I would prefer to have the rotating crown. Yeah, instead yeah, of this, this has got a crown like the Pixel Watch has a crown. Yeah, has on a it, so I mean, watch looking which, crown, which yeah, I which, hope, which I think yeah. gives you a little bit more it's when like you're tactile. dealing with such a small screen. Your you're finger like almost kind of like, feels like whoa, weird. I'm at yeah. the bottom. Yeah. Whereas a nice little rotating crown gives you that kind of precision yep. of of being able to get through your apps or watch whatever game. it is. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And we'll save my opinions on the Fitbit Versa Four yeah. for next week. Got a video but, coming. So. Um, suffice it to say, I thought maybe that would be like, oh, if I don't care for the Pixel Watch that much, this this will be my next watch. But yeah. I'm real excited for the Pixel Watch. Is that the first? Fitbit that has the the like actual Google branding on it like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Huh. And that's all we're gonna say. Okay. Yeah. I will say this. <laughs> I wasn't in the office hey, yesterday, no. so I don't. I haven't actually gotten the scoop from Robbie say, yet, but I can I see s- it in his yeah, eyes. <laughs> I say you and I pitch in and we buy Robbie his first analog watch. I think I, think, I have one. I think you home. would like no, like a real one. Yeah. No, I've got, no, I've got the, the big, the really nice, the bourbon barrel. Watch oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch King. Yeah. You said Watch King. Whatever. Uh, what the heck's watch that brand? Well, original, original Grain, grain which are very nice. Very nice watches. The Moon Swatches are down to about 385 mm. so yeah, guess I what that. that he's buying. I saw that. I wore, that big, I wore that big watch one day, and I was like, nah. 
I don't Matt know. Pratt. The the moon swatches are me. interesting. Like they, there's been the there's been some uh, incredible reviews that I've read, and then other people are like, "Do not buy this watch. Like yeah. it's not worth the money. I won't and wear it often. It's just I kind of more of a collector thing. Someone has on eBay. They have made like a what, the case what, with what, all is of it them? diorama. Is that what that's called? Uh, like a shadow box. It's a shadow yeah. box is what it is, but it has like the big long tube that you would put watches on. He has every one of them with all of the original, the paperwork, everything. So they've been open, but they were open and put into the shadow yeah, yeah, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only $2,200, hey, dude, which that's is actually steal. really that's cheap. Not, no, it's not, yeah, not bad so. for all of them. Uh, yeah, I just don't know. I, there's the blue one that was like rubbing off on people. Yeah, I want the gray like, one. The gray I, one's sick. Yeah, so. the, is that the actual moon one? I think that's the Mercury one. Mercury. What's the moon one? Is it the blacker, the like gray one? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. This is for our separate watch yeah. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> here are the rails. <laughs> the here watch we cast. go. <laughs> See ya. We held it together the whole we time. We did. We held it together till the very end. Okay. Uh, that's what? it for this week, I think. Do we have anything else? Next week so. we'll yeah. be... Tacos in the oven. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, next week we'll be chatting... Uh, obviously probably from new york i think i've i think i think i've got it set in my mind this is how we'll do it we'll just yep. set up some Slap phones the phones and down and set up one camera and sounds let's great. rock and roll <laughs> all yeah. right uh okay cool thanks for uh watching and listening if you aren't watching go check out the youtube channel and get in yes. on our giveaway do it right now yeah. well, but while you're there ring the bell like subscribe ring the bell there you go game's got it yeah. all right we'll catch you all next week see you Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.